Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. <laughs> my name is Kimberly. I'm the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging, and I'm here with my dear, dear friend, Kathy, the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles, and we are Girls with Dogs. How you doing, Kathy? Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> Good. I'm hanging in there. Just desperate for human friendships. <laughs> Woo! Um, I'm good. I'm good. How's your week been? It's been good. It's been quiet. You know, this. We can say quiet. It's been quiet. The weather's cooling down. So we're into fall. I had my first, um, cider drink, uh, last night with my, um, apple pie moonshine. So... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why you say it and you got to do the little dance. You do the dance, you change the expression on your face. Like, how dare somebody say moonshine? Moonshine. Um, oh, for those of you that listened to our podcast last week, um, we had Catherine Tong talking about two dogs, two kids, husband, and a job. So funny that um, she reached out and sent me a couple of photos. They uh, had living up in the Northern Virginia, D.C. area. They had some remnants of some tropical storm. Don't ask me the storm's name. There's been so many I can't keep up. Just pick a name and we'll go with it. Ursula, Gloria. Diane. Tropical storm, Diane. Okay, well, we've created a new one now. um, (laughs) (laughs) And it was just so funny. It was the whole family sitting around the kitchen island listening to the podcast. Oh, and um, so she said that she thought it was really interesting. Um, their family is actually divided as to whether I said pluck or the the other bad word. Um, but we're going to go with pluck. Thank you. And um, just, <laughs> because there are some things that I just don't arbitrarily say. Right. Well, I know you said pluck, but the way is, <laughs> and I don't have an accent. But you know what? Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, so listen, I am in a dilemma, a conundrum. All right. I don't want you to get excited because I'm not going raw. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've always had this concern in the back of my mind, um, as we're watching, our whole world as a society just have some bizarre paradigm shifts. And I often said, at some point, I'm going to end up having to prepare Jackson's food. And it scares the bejesus out of me because I know that there are a lot of things that also go into food. And I'm just, "Mm, how do I say this? I'm just not wildly excited about cooking for him. Mm-hmm. I'm at an age now where I'm not wildly excited about cooking for me or Lee. And so ZWP, which let me put this disclaimer out here. I am in love with this food and everything that it has done for my dogs. They are having a real issue with stock. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what the problem is. And the reason I don't know is because I've heard different reasons from packaging to anything else to transportation. Um, But 
It comes in eight and a half or eight by eight pound bags, five by five pound bags, and then a 2.2 pound bag. And I used to buy the 8.8, and that really with Jackson alone, um, it, it lasts me probably three to four weeks, okay, which is pretty good. Um, here lately, though, nobody is carrying the ZV Peak um, other than the 2.2 bag. Mm. So two bag is not taking you very far. Monetarily, it is all, I've done the math. What I pay for 8.8 pounds, I get the equivalent with buying four of the 2.2 pounds. Problem is, what's scaring me is what happens one day when I look and the two bags. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm looking it up on Chewy (laughs) because it's like, why wouldn't they have Chewy. Chewy has one pound and 2.2 pound bags. No 5.5s or 8.8s. And it's been like this now all summer. I've even had um, Wolfgang try to order and all she's able to order is the 2.2. So it's not like there's some conspiracy where they've got my picture up in the break room and (laughs) don't sell this to Ruby Golden Doodles. It is just something across the globe. And when I remember looking it up, and doing a, a deep dive with Zeewee, they asked me to sign up uh, by giving them my email address. And then whenever they have the 8.8 bags, they would contact me. Mm-hmm. Well, now I have four, five, 2.2 bags in my Jackson pantry. But now they're telling me that it's time to restock on the 8.8 Um Please note, we have limited quantities at this time, but have more on the way. I don't need 16 to 17 pounds of dog food because I'm always conscious of, even though the bag says something about, you know, give you an expiration date that's further out there. You know how I'm always checking the color of the food and all of that. So the point I'm making is that's such a limited ingredient. Yeah, I can buy beef. I can buy sea kelp. Um, but I'm so concerned about not being able to provide the appropriate nutrients and supplements, even down to the chemicals that we can't pronounce, which in ZBP, there's not that many. Um, it's really, really a good food. I don't want to leave them, but if I have to, I'm not going to go through that, you know, honest kitchen, fresh fields fresh, whatever. I just, I don't want to do that anymore. I just assume um, start cooking its own food. So the reason I brought this up was to get you excited, but I had to put that disclaimer out there. It's going to be raw. Um, And then ask you, have you heard anything about foods not being um, readily available for other, because I haven't heard. So if anybody's listening and they've heard but they haven't, that would make me feel good that ZBP just has to get some stuff worked out and then they'll be back to um, meeting the demand of the requests for their product. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. You know, when we were at the booth at SuperZoo, they didn't mention anything about shortages, not that I would expect them to mention it to us and we didn't know to ask. 
And I wish I would have, because I would really like to know what's going on. If it's like a um, an ingredient that they can't get in mm-hmm. enough quantity to make the larger sizes, um, if they're switching up suppliers. I mean, I know that um, I've heard from people who said that, who believe that after they their company sold to an um, um, investor company, that they changed the recipe. And it, this is a social media conversation. And I was like, well, when I spoke with them at SuperZoo, they said, no, the recipe didn't change at all, but the packaging did change a bit. However, even if the recipe didn't change, the sourcing could have changed. Um, and if they have lost, and, it, and the thing about it, and this is not a bad thing, it's just that you know, sometimes, you know, brands have to use multiple different sources because if one runs out of a product, you know, they need, if they want to keep making the food, they have to go to their backup sources to to get that product. And so that's what I'm wondering is if there's some type of either price went way up, because that's the thing that I'm noticing is the cost of everything um, is so high. I haven't seen that, but the only thing that I've gotten, and this, uh, this goes back to um, like the spring of this year, because that's pretty much when I started noticing it, um, that it's not because the ingredients have changed because they haven't changed. Remember when I told you that I've gotten a box from Chewy and a box from ZBP and the packaging was different? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I stopped buying it from Chewy thinking that they were selling me old food and that wasn't it, but I stopped anyway. And I was either doing it through Zwee or Amazon. Well, now they're saying that there have been changes in the processing or the production. That's what they're alluding to. This is why we have this shortage across the board. Um, And it's with all of their proteins. It's not just the beef. It's the mackerel, the lamb, the chicken. So um, it's something that's going on. I don't have a problem with the, you know, the sale of the company as long as um, nothing changes. You know, yeah. if the ingredients start changing and things of that nature, um, then I have an issue. But yeah, I just didn't. I didn't know, and I'm passively, not aggressively, but passively looking into if I was to. I can't recreate an air drive experience. Mm-hmm. But but I take those four ingredients and be able to create an envi- um the right um, um the right amount of whatever it is that he needs. So I haven't talked to the vet yet. That's my next thing. If this thing doesn't clear up, but I don't like feeling as if I'm out of food. And Zwee Peak is a very difficult food for me to purchase in a store. Wolfgang will order it for me, but then of course they have a markup and I have to respect mm-hmm. them because they're a local business. So that's my last go-to. And I would go to them and pay the difference for the eight pound bag, but not for the 2.2. Yeah. So yeah, just, it's pretty interesting. Kind of like when you start to see things missing from your shelf, yeah. you know, um, in your local grocery store and you're going, Hey, what's happening? Yep. And they say, well, we're not able to get fill in the blank with whatever the ingredient is. And yeah, there we go. Yeah. So. Well, that sucks. I mean, as, it's funny that you bring this up today because today my dogs are eating cooked food and not raw. Because before Rodrigo passed away, I was cooking for him. So I have a ton of cooked food 
and the stuff that I made as well as farm the farmer's dog. And so um, the farmer's dog, I'll, you know, I'm not worried about that, but the cooked food, I cooked it probably two months ago. So I wanted to thaw it and, and feed it to the dogs. Mm-hmm. And um, what I do with my cooked food is I mix, um, you know, whatever ground meat my dog happens, you know, I is on sale and I, my dogs like, I usually get grass fed beef from this local discount grocery store when they get it. I'll buy it all up. And um, also ground turkey is what I'll get. And I don't often buy ground chicken because I just got out. I just stopped. I didn't feed chicken to my dogs for so long that I got out of the habit of buying it. Anyway, I mix that with um, for Rodrigo, actually, because he's a texture person. I would mix it with organs, organ meat. Um, I would actually keep the organs raw. I would just cut them up because they would cook within the cooked meat as, as it's hot. Because I would brown the meat. I wouldn't brown it all the way because it'll continue cooking as I'm mixing everything in. Throw in the organ meat. I would cook eggs. I would um, poach them, poach the eggs and then chop them up. Throw them into the mix. Um, I would do mixed vegetables as long as it didn't have corn in it. Yeah. And and since I do the frozen mixed vegetables, thaw them out, throw them in there and basically let let it all put it in a pot with a lid on it let it do its thing. And then um, after I did that, I would add in a scoop of of Dr. Harvey's base mix to Mm -hmm. take care of any missing nutrients. And I'm sure that every nutritionist out there would probably have a problem with that, but it was something that I could do when um, he wasn't eating other things. And I think it's a, it's a, if, if it's something that you had to do temporarily, I think it would be fine until you, if, if you, if Zwe doesn't figure out what they're doing or mm-hmm. until you can find a different food to feed your dog. Yeah. I mean, I really like the farmer's dog. I mean, it's expensive, um, but so is Zwe Peak. And mm-hmm. I, but I really like, I, and the reason why I really like the farmer's dog is because Rodrigo loved it so much and he did very well on it. And it really surprised me because five, six years ago, if you would have asked me if I would feed my dog, the farmer's dog, I would have been like, no. And look at, look, it has potatoes in it and chickpeas. Why would you feed your dog chickpeas? I had all kinds of thoughts and opinions until my dog wouldn't eat raw and I couldn't get him to eat anything. And, um, I, so a friend of mine actually had farmer's dog that, um, I don't know if a dog passed away, but anyway, she had a bunch of farmer's dog and she gave it to me. And so I was just like, well, I'll give this a shot. And Rodrigo devoured his bowl and then came looking for more. And so I made my first, I called them up and made my first order. And yeah, uh, I, I just kind of like, um, you know, I, I went through that, remember, with Ollie. And I, yeah. I love that. Here's my dilemma and my problem. Mm-hmm. I no longer have a second freezer. That becomes an issue when you have a large dog. That's because true. the farmer's dog, it's going to come in this, you know, huge ice chest type box. And you've got two weeks um, of food. So that's 28 bags I have to find room for. Mm-hmm. And that was now I did do that with two dogs. 
So you can imagine that I had food all over the place. But um, that was the biggest deterrent, that and the, the price. And look at them again, too, because also the farmer's dog has made changes over the years where they now have a DIY option. So if you don't want to buy their food, you can buy their base mix. Get and out! Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure because I just, when I went back to looking at, you know, I was like, I need to look at this food again. I didn't, I, I didn't give them a fair shot years ago. And I'm looking at their website, but I'm, I'm more than yeah, positive. I'm looking at it now, but it doesn't. Uh, I'm more than positive that they have a, a, a DIY option. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. And um, if I find this, you know, I'll put it in the links. Okay. Yeah. But I'm more, I'm really, really positive that they have a D yeah, DIY. Here it is. Homemade dog food simplifies an easy to add supplement to make your homemade dog food you complete. Scroll all the way to the bottom, you know, in the footer that's gr green. Yeah. And there in, in that list is DIY. Hold on. Hold on there, Susie. Hold on. DIY. Look at that. Look yeah. at that. So you can just make your recipe and then throw this in there and you, you know, so I just think it's, it's, you know, and I, I, I haven't really looked um, deeply into the DIY option because I use Dr. Harvey's, but yeah. because of my experience or, you know, Rodrigo's experience with their food, I would have no problem using their DIY mix because, you know, I just, he does really well in the food. The only, the only issue that I, I have with the farmer's dog food, and it's not, it's not a slam on the company at all is for it's, it's pretty rich for one of my dogs. So um, if I feed a full meal of farmer's dog to my dogs who aren't used to eating that, then mm -hmm. it's gas city. So if I plan to feed um, like if I decided that, oh, I'm going to feed one of my dogs, the farmer's dog, I would slowly transition. And mostly it's probably it's, um, Apollo. I would slowly transition Apollo and, and Bella to farmer's dog, whereas Zoe could eat it all day long and have no problem. But um, well, I usually all, do it. What was that? I said, first of all, mm -hmm. um, I, I just the whole thought. Here's the thing. Most people want to change foods because they're dissatisfied. Mm -hmm. So that's my biggest issue. I am not dissatisfied yeah. um, when it comes to Zee Peak. Not at all. Now, when I was doing Ollie, if you remember, one of the concerns with the vet is that the portion that they were offering Jack. As far as she was concerned, when she went back into his metabolic calculations that they teach you, I guess, in your last year of veterinarian school, and she came up and she said, he's going to need this amount, mm -hmm. which was more than um, what he normally was eating based on. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I had to go back to them. And so then I had to get a different size packet mm -hmm. because they wanted, um, yeah. So that would be the other thing with this. But 
I well, one thing I notice is that you know when it comes to feeding recommendations, it's like it's a starter guideline, and yeah. it's not yeah, it's not going to be for every single dog. But you know, I see what you mean because that you know one of the I was tempted to like offer the farmer's dog to someone else for free, not for free. Uh-huh. I was going to sell it. I'm sorry, I was going to sell the farmer's dog to someone else who fed their dogs, the farmer's dog, this food is too expensive for me to be giving it away. But um, <laughs> and I got a lot, I got a whole case of it. So <laughs> I misspoke. <laughs> but, um, but one of the thoughts was that this is, this formulation is based specifically on the information that I provided them for Rodrigo. And it's not necessarily going to work for another dog. Of course. I mean, having a meal here and there is not that big of a deal, but um, so that's why I don't mind feeding it to the dogs that I have knowing that, you know, for, for instance, for Zoe, a half a pack would be too much food. And for Rodrigo or for Apollo, a half a pack might not be enough food. So I just use it as a meal topper. Well, I'll dig in and look at this DIY. Um, plan that they have, because that would certainly um, be an alternative. Um, Right now, I'm going to continue with the 2.2 bags and hope for the best and wait till somebody says, you know, we're no longer making dog food, then everybody will hear me scream and (laughs) know that there's a problem. But um, Ultra, did I tell you that Ultra Oil is making a joint supplement now? Oh no! So yes. is it like a chewable? Uh, is no, it an oil it's, too, or it's an oil. It's it's ultra joint is what they call it. I started Friday yesterday. Okay. Uh, you know I loved their ultra omega six oil. Mm-hmm. You know I used to use that religiously, and then bad parent, bad parent. But um, I stopped. But this ultra joint supplement is supposed to improve joint health for both cats and dogs. Um, oh, you know, joint. Yeah. It adds relief, reduction of the inflammation, and then rebuilds the critical, you know, cartilage, tendons and stuff. So I looked up all the ingredients and said, let me give it a try. I did a one-time purchase and I think I got the medium size thing. It's two to three squirts per day for his um, weight. And Mm -hmm. that should last me about 60 days. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't bad. It was 20 some bucks, like $22. I think I got, what did I get? Did I get the eight ounce? I got, I must've gotten the eight ounce. Yeah. No, I went with the, the 16 ounce, but I didn't go with the 32. I went with the 16 ounce and um, yeah, it said three pumps, but I remember when I put them on that in the very beginning, it's, it's oil, ladies and gentlemen. So it's, yeah, the poop wasn't fun. So I just (laughs) decided that I would start with two pumps Mm -hmm. once a day. And um, and kind of go from there. And then I'll gradually get up to three. So is it a fish oil too? Mm, no. Um, it's not going to, it's not 
in lieu of their omega-6, it's in addition to, this is just the joints. Um, I didn't recall seeing anything about. No, there's only one. I'm looking at the ingredients. This is glucosamine. I have no idea how to spell that, pronounce that, um, but it does have green lip muscle powder, but, you know, mm-hmm. you know of course that's going to be for inflammation. I mean, that does have omega-6, but it's not going to probably, it's not going to be the, a dog's daily dose. The only thing I don't understand, there's one thing I don't understand why it's in there. So one thing, one ingredient that I don't understand why it's in there. Which one? Peanut butter. (laughs) There's peanut butter in yours? Because they don't have peanut butter on this list. What are the ingredients? So scroll all the way down where it says learn more. Well, I'm on Amazon. So I'm looking at Amazon. And they have their list of um, ingredients and it doesn't show peanut butter. So oh, wait, there I, we go. This is no, yes. Boswellia, serrata ex- extract, glucosamine, sulfate, sodium, chondroitin sulfate. M- okay. Methyl sulfonyl. Go on, <laughs> Hyaluronic acid, manganese gluconate, um, ginger uh-huh. extract, Asorbic acid and beef collagen. No peanut butter. I am looking at this thing as listen, like I'm looking at you. And right after manganese gluconite is 13 milligrams, it says peanut butter. Uh huh. And I'm thinking, what's, and then you know what I convinced myself? Why is there? Hmm. You ready? Flavor. Yeah. Well, it's funny because one of the first um, reviews on Amazon says, you know, I guess it's an AI generated from the text of customer reviews. Um, They do. The customers like the quality of animal nutritional supplement, mentioning it has high quality ingredients. They do, however, have concerns about the taste, saying it does not quite taste like peanut butter. I just have questions. I have questions. Like, why do they take, um, why do they take the the peanut butter off of this listing? I have no idea. <laughs> so the difference between the the two is the ultra joint heals and restores the pet's joints and tissues, but ultra oil is for skin coat supplement to heal and alleviate seasonal allergies and prevent itching and excessive scratching. And I think once I realized that during that season for Jax, he was going to have to get the um, the caddy shot. I it was almost like, well, why am I giving you the oil? Because your skin's fine. It was just I was trying to alleviate the seasonal allergies. So I think after like the bottle went empty, I just never got it back. So I this is one of those things that you're going to do, and you're never ever going to know if it's working. Does never he like it? Jacks? Yeah. It, it didn't deter him at all from okay. lapping up breakfast yesterday and today. Okay. So well, I see peanut butter. I went to the website and peanut butter is the final ingredient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peanut butter. So, yeah. I said, um, okie dokie. I love how that's the go to flavor for dogs. Peanut butter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you're trying to get flavored toothpaste and then it's <laughs> chicken. Oh God, that was no, it's chicken liver. It's it's chicken liver. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember that that was the first and the last time I ever brushed Charlie's teeth. Yes, I'm confessing. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> but I was gagging, literally <laughs> gagging. And I said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, so, Speaking of toothpaste, I made my own toothpaste last night. Why? What's wrong with you out there in the mountains? <laughs> well, I was, I wanted to put some, you know, cause I used the spray on my dog's teeth, but Zoe has some, um, you know, I don't know what you would call it, but on her back molars. Oh, wait, my, stop. What? You made toothpaste for them? Yes. Oh God. See, oh I no. You, I have a grocery say- store. I I have a grocery store. I saw something about someone living a video recommendation that YouTube gave me about someone who was living off the grid for 14 years. And I was like, no, I'm not. I don't even know why you already call you Kimberly Walton. I mean, you as like, I don't know why or why YouTube recommended that video just because I like to to learn about making broccoli sprouts does not mean that I'm ready to cut my cable. <laughs> and and grow my own food and uh-uh no I mean I oh, speaking about you and YouTube okay uh-huh. you are forbidden okay <laughs> to recommend anything else to me on YouTube girl <laughs> I must have spent three hours watching that chef cook yesterday I never got up from my desk you are telling me about some man on YouTube. Don't even use his, don't even use his name because all our people stop listening to us on <laughs> YouTube. But my God, man, we went from peach cobbler to sweet and spicy <laughs> sticky chicken. Yes. It don't doesn't it make you want to cook ever well maybe not cook, but you want to eat. You wish you I can't neighbor. wait when, I can't wait for when we finish this episode because I'm gonna do like Kim and go like this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But but, yes. Uh, yeah, so he, he taught me how to make peach cobbler. He's taught me how to make all kinds of stuff. I love him. I said, and you know, what ended up happening is my son walked into the room and sat down. And then Lee came in the room and sat down. And then, you know, when you finish, it automatically goes and shows you like six thumbnails after it. And somebody's saying, well, let's see what he did with the Boston butt. No, <laughs> I want to see, let's see the, let's see the brown sugar rib. I was like, can y'all just go <laughs> My goodness. But he did have a couple. I did subscribe to him. And um, <laughs> I, I will put his link in the comments. I have... Um, Saved a few recipes, mm-hmm. but yeah, he was he was good. He was good. Was happy, but um. So what about that crazy? Okay, so we got two crazy things to talk about. Ready? Mm-hmm. One you wanted to talk about. The other I wanted to talk about. I'm gonna go first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You go on then. Did you see that article that I sent you about millennials um, buying homes now for their dogs? Or their, yeah, for their dogs. Um, not so much for their kids because they're asking about things like the backyard, the size of the yard and all of that. Wasn't that interesting? 
It is interesting. And it made me think of an influencer that I follow. Her name is Rachel Fusaro. And we interviewed her actually for this podcast. And I believe that she was on an episode of House Hunters. I never saw the episode, but I thought it would be interesting to, to watch a House Hunters episode where someone is asking those questions like, well, we need a yard, we need a fence to yard, and we need it big enough to oh, with our dogs. How about the built-in dog washing station next mm-hmm. to the garage? Yes. I was like, like the mud room. That's what Johan, one day he will finish. Oh, you're keeping hope alive, Jesse. One day he started Keep hope in 2020. Alive, Jesse. He started in 2020. One day, but we do, we have a dog washing station in our laundry room. It's not hooked up and our dogs are too big for it. But when this house someday goes on the market, that is a selling point. That's a feature that you're going to put. I will be sawing raw in it, in that sink, not bathing dogs. But, you know, those are the type of things where, yeah, or, you know, I, I've gone through, you know, where you, you talk about falling down the rabbit hole of things where um, I was watching a video of changes like updates people have done to their houses, their homes to accommodate for dogs. Mm-hmm. And someone took the, like the kitchen island and they made, like, you can roll up the side and it was a um, like the water and the water dishes, the dog dishes, and even had a little faucet where you can turn it on to fill the water dish. I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. They are saying that, you know, the younger generations, they're waiting longer to have kids or they're deciding not to have kids at all. And they are putting all their focus and attention into their pets. Listen, I can remember when we were redoing the kitchen and, you know, my poor husband wasn't paying much attention to what I was doing, I guess, but the man that was getting paid to create this kitchen for me was. So he said, I'm going to put a cod, like a, uh, I'll call it a cocktail sink, but it's just a small sink that you would see at a bar, you know, mm-hmm. on the island side. And I said, well, I don't need that. And he said, well, that may be where you want to get water for the dog's dishes or wash their dishes or whatever. But, you know, you have this huge island, let's put a sink in there. And I was like, okay. So one day Lee came downstairs and he just, maybe he had a nightmare or something. He just was all disheveled and and upset. And I was cleaning the dog's bowls. And he went on to tell me that he didn't appreciate me doing that there because that's where he rinses his fruit. So I turned, I looked at this huge um, country sink that you could fit a top head. That was sink and this would be their sink <laughs> took his old grumbled self back upstairs <laughs> um yeah i i noticed that when they showed i think suntrust put this um graph up about you know what people the birth of a child is a factor 19 percent, but better space in yard for my dog is 33 percent Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like the kid will be all right. <laughs> a large, um, you know, I have to buy a car soon. I'm driving something that I bought in 2012. And, you know, people say, I'm a ride this sucker till the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. Well, the wobbling, 
(laughs) that knows me, it's this thing about, you know, that I'm always the first one to say I'll drive and they're like, no, thank you. (laughs) Austin is really relatively a small city. So wherever I go, when it stops, I can Uber home, you know, I'll be okay. But when I was buying the car, and I think I told you this before, um, the guy was trying to sell me all these features. And I really wasn't that interested. I kept saying, I need to look at the trunk space. And he kept saying, um, you know, you're really interested in trunks. And I said, yeah, because my boys ride back here. (laughs) um, But they have a back seat. And I said, yeah, I know, but they like to stretch out and play. And so I let them ride. And finally, when he looked like he was, you know, somebody says, I'll be right back if they don't come back. <laughs> he gave me that look. And so I thought, because he kept saying, let me show you the back seat, seat belt features. I said, oh, that won't be necessary. I said, can I put this down and I'll give the boys more room. I finally had to show him a picture. And he gave the siren and rubbed his forehead. And he said he kept trying to figure out why she's laying her kids. <laughs> But so my whole concept was I needed a car that had a spacious back for the dogs to just kind of chill out in. But um, so I understand this. I I do. I don't necessarily think that if I had small children and a dog that the dog would kind of like win out. But I can certainly understand not having kids being concerned about a yard. Yeah. a yard, stairs. What else would you be thinking and focusing on? Um, oh, couldn't be on a corner. Yeah, space with Well, I would need a garage because I'm going to have extra freezers and it needs to be able to handle that. You know, I would prefer to, um, for me, I would prefer not to be um, squeezed in between homes because we have all these planned communities here where the homes are eve to eve. So I would prefer to just I I, don't, I just don't want to be crowded in because it just feels so like I like to be I like to be in between two driveways. Mm, okay, and that was a big thing for me because I don't want to smell what you're cooking. Mm-hmm. I don't hear your television. Um, I don't want to be that close. Yeah, you know. So that was, and you know. Would that be a game changer if the house had absolutely everything that I wanted? Probably not. That would yeah. be something I could say visually I could forego and live without. But for me, that's always been something that I look at from when they talk about curb appeal. Mm-hmm. Oh, good Lord. Can I be in between two driveways? Yeah. I, d- I don't want to be near a school because of kids walking by. And, you know, and, you know, the distra- you know, the dogs just, you know, barking every time someone walks by the house. So I wouldn't want to be near a school. I wouldn't want to be on a busy road or near a busy road. Um, I never wanted a corner house. Because mm-hmm. I just thought that that was just too traumatizing, not traumatizing, but just too much for dogs. Mm-hmm. Getting on a corner and then you get these two streets and then it's like. Constantly, you know, yeah, yeah stuff constantly have. And after living here, I would not live right off of a popular walking biking trail <clears throat> again. And I would not do a two story home. Yeah, stairs. Mm-hmm. It's a damn the fact that Johan and Leo get too old 
and can't go up and down. It's just about to die. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, you know, and then there's the the things like, you know, and of course, these are things that you can just do on your own. But, you know, flooring is really important to me, the type of flooring that is in the house. And, this, you know, I would prefer not to have carpet and I would prefer to have, um, you know, either tile or some type of um, manufactured flooring that doesn't that can stand up to dogs running around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, that was my that was my topic. Now let's discuss yours. <laughs> so, did you hear about the thirty one year old dog named Bobby in Portugal? Is it Bobby or Bobby? Okay, it's Bobby. I guess it's, I oh maybe it's Bobby. Yeah, maybe it is Bobby. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know to be honest, I saw it on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, do you believe that a dog can live to be thirty one years old? Honestly, no. I mean, I would like to believe I, you know, I, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, I believe a whole lot of things that can't be proven. Um, and I'm okay. And I'm okay with that. So, you know, it's entirely possible that this dog is 31 years old. Do I, am I going to put some money down on it? Oh, absolutely not. I just, it's these dogs. I know that there are a lot of these long living dogs around the world, you know, 30 years old, um, 25 years old. I think it's very rare. I think it has to do, there are so many things that it has to do with. Um, if the dog is 31 years old, I have so many questions, not not questions to, to you know, disprove it, but I want to know the details about the dog's life. And I think that one thing that I found interesting, you know, um, and the reason why we're talking about it is because of, a veterinarian posted a video that because he doesn't believe that the dog is 31 years old. And I've actually spoken to several um, veterinarians in my community and asked them what their thoughts were. And and none of them, all of them were like, "Um, yeah, no, that's not true. A dog doesn't live that long. And so, you know, I think the traditional veterinarian community is, you know, um, what's the word? It's is doubtful. But, you know, there are people who truly want to believe that living a clean life, living a, you know, eating a fresh food diet or eating raw or cooked, whatever, um, all of those type of things, getting exercise daily, all of those things can contribute to a longer life. You know, it's Um, kind of like when you see, you know, that, um, you know, Mary Daniels is uh, celebrating 107 years of age. You know, so you, especially, what was that guy that used to come on um, the Today Show with the Smuckers birthday? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're and talking he, about. He would find these people, and if it was somebody that was really, really old, then she may even get a little, you know, 30-second segment where she gets to speak or he gets to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about the population of human beings in the world, yes, I believe that there's a possibility that somebody could... 107, 112. I haven't met anybody that has lived that long. Um, but yes, there's the possibility. I think for me with the Bobby Bobby story and why I just kind of like read it, had no reaction to it whatsoever and moved past it, was it was the the 31 years. Now, if you had said 21, mm-hmm. I may have backed up. Oh, yeah. Said, Wow, because I would have thought about dogs that I've known in my life that have lived 15, 16, you know, 17 years. Yeah. But 31, 
was one of those things where I was like, yeah, uh-uh. My husband uses Bing as his um, homepage. And I always laugh because poor thing, he'll go into <laughs> to do something like pull an email and it'll be like an hour later. And I'll say, did you ever find whatever it was that he was looking for? And he'll be back there just yelling at himself because he's fallen down that AI rabbit hole, you know, being already like Chrome and Safari. They understand what your are and they throw that crap out and next thing you know you're aching because you're just working that mouse <laughs> looking at crap um and i just refuse to go down the booby bobby um <laughs> i said hmm, 31 okay and i kept on moving so <laughs> i don't even know how he became this national treasure if you will um i i yeah i i don't well, i mean he set the guinness book of world records for the world's oldest dog and you know and i i had the same reaction when i saw the story so this young looking man had this dog for 31 years yeah yeah this, this, is this man doesn't look much older than 31 years of age he had it since he was a kid okay well, I'm, you know, <laughs> okay. Well, I just thought it, I thought it was interesting because, you know, have with both of us having lost senior dogs this year, you know, um, and I know so many other people who have lost dogs. It's, I, I thought it was interesting that, you know, okay, let's, let's say that this dog actually is 31 years old. I am so surprised that there isn't information like more information about and I don't mean like vague inf- vague statements but you know details about what his day-to-day life is and has been like what are yeah, his medical tell, records tell, tell, tell the rest of us please yeah, it's like is he vaccinated how often is he vaccinated what vaccines do they give how much what is he eating how often does he eat you know um you know, how much does he eat and and be specific. You know, I've had people come back and go, oh, well, and this is what's in the videos about him. He eats fresh vegetables or his favorite vegetables from the garden. He likes his fish dish and he eats table scraps. And it's like, so that doesn't tell me anything. Table scraps can mean anything. His favorite vegetables can mean anything. I want to know specifically, what is his diet like? Like, give me a week of what he's eating over a week. You know, tell me that. Oh, he goes, he gets exercise. Okay. So, you know, how often does he get exercise? How long does he um, walk? You know, things like that. And, you know, people like, well, he walks around his village and he gets to know people. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just repeating what's in the video. I want to know. I want to know the details, especially because the dog appears, you know, obese. So it's just sort of like, and, and also the dog's eyes are super clear. and. You know, Rodrigo had the start of cloudy eyes and his veterinarian was actually really impressed that at his age, he still had pretty good vision and um, that he would expect his eyes to be more clouded over. And so I wanted to know, well, what part of the diet, like what are they adding to the diet, whether intentionally or unintentionally, that's leading 
to completely clear eyes at 31 years old when the veterinarian community says that by the time you're, I think, 12 or so, 12 to 13, you should definitely have the cloud. So there's, you know, it's, it's, and I think that when you ask these questions, or like I should say, when I was asking these questions, I got the impression that people felt like I was attacking the dog and that, you know, I'm just trying to prove that it's not real. And I'm like, no, 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 no. If this person has found the fountain of youth for dogs, if he bottles it, I will buy it. I want to know. I mean, and I, maybe I can't replicate everything that he's doing because he's in Portugal. I'm in Washington State in the U.S., but I can get some tips. Yes, Kathy. It's seaweed pink. <laughs> That's not it. Is that why it's all out of stock? Because someone figured out that seaweed pink is. That's what he's feeding his dog. This is the problem. This is why and now I can't. you just can't. That's why you can't get it. Well, like I said, <laughs> if this, you know, I, I, I can't. I, I have this nothing. Congratulations, Bobby Bobby. <laughs> but I just, I do, you know, I, I mean, I, I think it is a, 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 a nice thought, and maybe. Maybe there are other dogs that have lived that long. I don't see the point in going into the, you know, whether or not people made it up or, you know, the 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 nefarious yeah. part of it. Who cares? Honestly, I just want to know more about the actual dog. And I was just so surprised that there's there's no information out there, uh, you know, that goes into that. I would think that, you know, the veterinarian community would descend upon this little town to find out what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. Well, you would, one would think. Well, Listen, I have a surprise for you. Okay. I think I have a new ball. I can't even see what you just held up. No, I know. But I think I have a new ball. Already? Huh? Already? Yes. What is this? Oh. Oh. It's, but now the jury is still out. It's called Cycle Ball. Cycle That's the people they make toys out of old bicycle tires? Okay. I don't think so. But oh. any old who. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I didn't look that part up. Damn you. <laughs> I just, I just. <laughs> I was headed. Yes. It is Cycle Dog is made from recycled something. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know if it's tires. Oh, but look at this. I see one of the toys. You do? Well, I just Googled it. Well, go on your website. able to show. That's it. I got the orange one. Okay. Okay. I have the orange one and it's been with us for three days. (laughs) it has been tested for three days and it's still whole he is crying over it oh it's made of ecolast rubber all righty then and um yeah so far i don't have a glow in the dark one but what size did you get (laughs) medium or large um, I think I have a small one. 
It was thrown in my bag when I left Wolfgang to test it out. Okay. And so I'm testing it out. But now the flat tire flyer, they're out of stock. But that's right up your alley because your dogs do good with flying stuff. (laughs) Well, hmm. No? No, that was more scouts thing. Um. You know what? I can throw stuff, but Bella doesn't always bring things back. She gets easily distracted. <clears throat> so I have to be careful with that. And Apollo gets bored really quickly. <clears throat> they just like to run around with something in their mouth. So the balls have been a really big hit because that's something that they actually want to run around and play with. I know. I know. Well, you know, when it comes to balls, I'm always looking. And that's why she said, check Jax out with this. I don't think he can destroy that. I said he will. But so <laughs> they free now. And it's working. It's working well. OK. Working very well. OK. Well, all right, Gracie. All right, Gracie. Great talk. It was nice to see you. It was good to see you in your pink. Y'all go on YouTube and check her out. Her hair is gone. She mm-hmm. has on pink. I know. Today. Little braids. Oh, she has on her little micro braids and <laughs> she got a bunch. She must have a hot date tonight. <laughs> now, this is my my protective style because I hate doing my hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I let you. her just do whatever she wants. I just so I just like as long as it's an updo. Do whatever you want. And so she's like, oh, okay. And she loves, she was very proud of her work. And I am too. It's beautiful. Yes. Um, but you got to do your. Deuces. Deuces. Okay. No. What does he say? I have he no said, idea. He said, um, look, hey, you know, I got to do what I got to do. So I'm out. <laughs> Good night, Gracie. Good night. <laughs>